Hello and welcome, fellow human. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and you are listening to Humans in Love, a podcast that looks at culture, relationships, and personal development from unconventional perspectives. Join me as I dig into the question of how people like you and I might get more out of life and love. Thanks for being here. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. As many of you probably know, as some of you probably know, about five years ago I wrote this book, this very short, very strange little book called Overcoming Retroactive Jealousy. And I write about jealousy in that book. And it's a long story, but to cut a long story short, in the years since then, every single day, without fail, I get several emails from people looking for advice, um, looking to talk about their relationships, looking for some kind of guidance on, on how to move forward, either with jealousy or with just in general, you know, being happier or dealing with obsessive thoughts, whatever. I get a lot of emails from people. And most of the time, uh, I try to write back to them. But I thought it might be interesting to experiment with having a little segment on this show called With a Grain of Salt. So as I outline in the emails that I get and and send back to people, you know, I, I don't pretend to know it all, <laughs> not by the longest of long shots. I'm not a professional anything. I'm not a professional psychologist. I'm not a therapist. Uh, I'm just a guy with a lot of questions. I think of myself really and truly, I think of myself primarily as a student. And I'm extremely curious and that served me really well. But I am a student. And so I always tell people when they email me asking for advice that look like, you know, I'm just trying to figure these things out like you, but if I feel like I have something valuable to, to contribute, or if I've been in a similar situation and I have some thoughts on how to proceed with it, I often share that with them. And I'd like to do the same on this podcast and with this brief segment I'll call With a Grain of Salt. So I hope you like it. And if you're not interested in this, if you'd rather just hang around for the interviews I do with people, absolutely no hard feelings, that's totally fine. But several of you have said that they would find this interesting. So please enjoy the premiere episode of With a Grain of Salt. All right, so here is Adam's letter. Adam writes, Hi, Zachary. My long-term girlfriend broke up with me all of a sudden. A small argument that she seemed to take way too seriously, a couple days of silence, and then she broke up with me. I've not been in a very good place since. I finally spoke to her the other day, and she said that the last argument was just a catalyst for the breakup, and that our foundation wasn't strong, and that I've hurt her too much. She didn't say it directly, but I know that the biggest contributor was my jealousy early on in the relationship. It's never allowed us to form the trusting bond that we should have shared. And now I've lost her for good, and I'm in more pain than I've ever been in. I would be more than grateful if you had any advice on what to do from here. I know it's not exactly your area of expertise, but I'm guessing you've seen this happen to a few relationships. She's truly the love of my life. I've been with her for four years and had planned on proposing within the next year. I'm sick to my stomach to think of losing her forever. She's made it clear that although she loves me, she can't be with me anymore. After two months apart, should I chase her or move on? 
Sincerely, Adam. So first off, Adam, thank you for writing. I know that that couldn't have been easy to pour your heart out like that and to ask a virtual stranger, in a way, for some advice. The thing about advice that I've learned in the past five plus years is that I think most of the time when people ask for advice, they're not really seeking advice. They are seeking permission or perhaps some kind of external validation. Um, they want some kind of encouragement to do what they've already already decided that they want to do. So I'm sometimes hesitant to offer advice to people, but I can tell that you are sincere and that you're actually looking for some kind of guidance. And of course, as always, please take everything I say with an enormous grain of salt and uh, remember that you're responsible for your own life and your own outcomes. The first thing I'll say is the question that you end your letter with, you say, after two months apart, should I chase her or move on? My feeling very strongly is that you should not chase her. In fact, I think chasing anyone is nine times out of ten a really bad strategy. It's funny that humans, it seems to be hardwired into us that we chase things that are moving away from us, or we're inclined to chase things that are moving away from us. If you're playing with a little kid, like a very small kid, or you know someone who's even just learning how to walk, that kind of thing, a time-tested way to get them playing with you and to get them excited and to get them engaged is to make them chase you or for you to chase them. We, we like chasing. But in this particular situation, say your girlfriend's broken up with you and you're asking me, should I chase her or move on? Chasing her is going to send her the message, I think, that you're desperate. Chasing her is going to send the message that you don't value yourself the way you should. And she's broken up with you. I know it hurts. I know that that kind of pain is something I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. But chasing her is not going to remedy this situation. So that leaves you to move on. How do you do that? You're right that I'm not an expert. <laughs> Certainly not an expert on breakups. But I'll try to give you some of my best breakup advice, and again, please take it with a grain of salt. The first thing I would say is stay busy. Stay engaged with your hobbies. Make sure you make time for your friends. It's really, really important for you to strengthen those connections or perhaps reestablish those connections that perhaps you've neglected since you've been in your relationship. That's something that is really, really important for you to do. Stay social. Do not, under any circumstances, squirrel away and hide away and, and spend too much time by yourself. You're going to need some time to yourself through this. That That is unquestionable. But you're also going to need some community, some support. So please make sure you make time for your friends and family for the next six months or so. The other thing I'll say is I would recommend you go no contact. So what does that mean? That means, for now, for the foreseeable future, try to, as much as possible, limit contact with your ex. So no drunken late-night <laughs> texts or phone messages. Maybe remove her from Facebook and social media. This isn't about being cruel, and it's certainly not about 
taking revenge or something, you know, really juvenile and petty like that. This is about maintaining your sanity, and this is about setting up the situation so both of you have the best chance of moving on and moving on as quickly as possible. When you stay in contact, when you're constantly reminded of them, it really delays your progress. And in particular for you, if you stay in contact with her, there's going to be you know, some part of you that's still holding on, that's still holding on to hope, that still thinks that perhaps you guys can find a way to, to work through this issue. When given everything you've written, I think that is pretty unlikely. So my impression, and again, please take it with a grain of salt, is that a woman, or a man for that reason, but in this situation it's a woman, your girlfriend, she didn't just wake up one morning and decide, you know what, to hell with Adam, I'm gone. This is something that's probably been on her mind for one month, two months, three months, maybe even longer. And she was giving you time to, you know, giving herself time rather to really consider the situation from all different perspectives and, you know, trying to get as much confidence as she could in her decision. And she made that decision and it sucks. And you're probably hurting a lot right now, but that was her decision. And it seems to me, given everything you've written about her saying that the last argument was just a catalyst for the breakup, she said that the foundation wasn't strong and that you've hurt her too much, you should trust all of that. You should believe what she says. She doesn't have some alternative agenda by the sound of this. It sounds like she's telling you exactly how she feels and exactly what happened. So you can't chase her and... I know it's going to take time and I know it hurts, but I would say try to, as best you can, slowly make peace with the fact that this relationship is over. And that sounds harsh, but you need to be, you need to move on as soon as you can. And you need to, you need to get in the mindset that moving on is what you have to do right now, not holding on to the past. Breakups suck. (laughs) I mean, breakups are some of the most painful devastating experiences that any human can go through. I've been through one in particular that was hell. It was really, really tough. I was, and that breakup I would say was as close to a genuinely mutual breakup as one could get, but it was still very, very, very painful for me. But you might not believe it now, but this breakup represents just an enormous opportunity for you. And that sounds like I'm some corporate bigwig, you know, trying to put a positive spin on on something that really there isn't much of a positive spin to be put on it. But I'm not. I mean that very sincerely. This is a huge opportunity for you. So take a moment to look back on the past four years and acknowledge everything you've learned. You've learned, I guarantee, so much over the past four years about women and about love, and about relationships, and about sex, maybe. You have learned lessons that you can take with you for the rest of your life. Lessons that you've learned through your triumphs, but more importantly, lessons that you've learned through your mistakes. And in your email, you've acknowledged some of your mistakes, foremost among them that on too many occasions you let your jealousy get the best of you. But that's not a mistake, really. It's a lesson. It's a lesson that you can take with you for the rest of your life. You can step up to the plate and do the work on yourself that you need to do. So in future relationships, jealousy perhaps isn't an issue for you, or it's not as much of an issue. And you can remember what your jealousy cost you. 
and how in the future you can avoid putting yourself in that position and putting your, your partner in that position. I know it's painful. I know it's tough. And I know that some of the things I'm saying right now are going to sound, again, somewhat trite or like I'm trying to put a positive spin on things. But trust me when I tell you that this breakup rec- represents one of the, the biggest opportunities of your life to learn about yourself, to learn about what kind of man you are, to learn about the mistakes you've made in the past and what kind of person and partner you want to be in your next relationship. This is one of those rare moments in life when we really have the obligation to pause and reflect and to focus on what we want moving forward and what we've learned from our mistakes. And I know you might have moments now where it feels hopeless or you just feel like hiding from the world and maybe smoking weed and watching Netflix all day. I totally understand that um, impulse, but that isn't the, the best move in this situation. The best move in terms of, of recovery as soon as possible is stay busy, focus on your goals as much as you possibly can, whether they're fitness goals or financial goals or building more of community around you, you know, strengthening friend, friendships, pursuing your hobbies. Stay as busy as you can. Don't isolate yourself. I know that impulse is probably in you but don't do it because you need community, especially at a time like this. The other thing I'll say is the comedian Louis C.K., who I guess is currently disgraced, blacklisted right now, um, but that doesn't change the fact that I think he's one of the best stand-up comedians of all time. But anyway, Louis C.K. has this great line in one of his specials, I can't remember which one, where he says that no good marriage has ever ended in divorce. So in other words, if you're ever, if someone ever tells you that they're getting a divorce, you know, you shouldn't feel sad. You should think, oh, good, that must mean you you didn't have a great marriage. And he says that it would be really sad if a good marriage ended in divorce. That would genuinely be sad. But otherwise, it's not sad. It's a good thing. And I kind of feel like that about breakups. You know, they are enormously painful. They can be incredibly devastating. There can be a tremendous sense of, of loss. But no good relationship really has ever ended in a breakup. So I understand that that you might feel like you'll never meet anyone again or she was the one with a capital O, but that's not true. If she was the one, she wouldn't have broken up with you. And if you were ready to meet the one, if that's what you're looking for, if you're if you were ready to meet your life partner, you wouldn't have let the jealousy take over your relationship and 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 ruin things because you would have been ready. And obviously you're not yet. And that's okay, man. That's totally okay. Better this happening now than in five years or 10 years when you're married and you have kids and stuff. I mean, that would be a tragedy. That would be an extremely difficult challenge to face. And this is a challenge, but it's, it's, you can overcome this. You're stronger than this. Take this as a sign from the universe that you have more work to do on yourself. And by the way, she has work to do on herself. I'm sure there's communication issues that that came up that that she could have addressed. Perhaps she wasn't as honest with you about her experience of your jealousy. And, you know, perhaps there's things about the relationship that she could have done better. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's true. So it's not like this is all you doing things wrong here. It just means that you are not what each other needs right now. And you have some work to do on yourself the same way she has work to do on herself. And I guarantee you that there is someone else out there who's going to rock your world if you're ready for her.
And that means you have to put in the work to, to get ready for her. You need to work on yourself. You need to, as best you can, confront your own underlying demons. You know, face your shadow, to use some Jungian speak. Face the parts of you that are not pleasant to look at, such as perhaps your jealousy issues and your some kind of insecurity that you're going through. I know this stuff is tough. I Believe me, I know. I've been there. And I, I continue to deal with this stuff every day to deal with my own insecurities and my own nasty habits and relationships and otherwise. It's a lifelong project, but take it take this breakup as a sign from the universe that, you know, this wasn't the relationship that's going to that you need for the rest of your life. This isn't the one. And that's okay. Because if you're looking for a life partner, which judging by your email it seems like you are, trust me, she's out there. And she's waiting for you, but you won't be ready for her unless you do the work, unless you get yourself to a point where, where you're the man that you know you can be. Think about what kind of man do I really want to be? What kind of life do I want in two years or five years or 10 years? What are my, what are my real goals? What am I looking for? And then figure out how you can get closer to those goals. That might involve changing your career. That might involve moving across the world. Who knows? I, I don't know. But get clear about the man you want to be and then take as many steps as you can to moving closer to that ideal. And again, this is not easy work, but the alternative really isn't that pretty because a lot of guys go through breakups and they let them ruin them. They get stuck in the scarcity mentality where they think that they'll never meet anyone as amazing as their ex again and they get lazy and they isolate themselves and they let the breakup destroy and define them. So don't make that mistake. You're bigger than this. You're going to overcome this. And you're going to look back on this experience in a year or two. And you'll be grateful for it, I think. If you handle this if if you handle this correctly, I think you'll be grateful for it. I look back on, you know, one of my big breakups and I'm so grateful for that experience because I learned so much through that experience about even just about my own resilience and my own capacity to handle just about anything life throws at me. Certainly anything a woman can throw at me. And that was a really good feeling. That was a really liberating feeling because I realized that I could live life with less fear, less insecurity, because I'd face down a pretty difficult, pretty devastating situation. And it hurt like hell. And I took that week where I didn't leave the apartment and I was sad and drank a little too much. You know, I had that experience, but I emerged from that experience a new man. I emerged from that experience with the confidence that I really can handle just about anything I think a woman could throw at me. And that has benefited my life and relationships in the years since more than I can ever tell you. And you can do the same thing if you just power through this, if you handle it with a level head. Okay, thanks for listening to the debut episode of With a Grain of Salt. And for the last time, please, please take my advice with a grain of salt. I don't want to be responsible for anyone blowing up their lives uh, and enduring unnecessary distress just because of something I said. Anyway, 
Thank you for listening to this. I really appreciate your support. I've been getting some really great feedback so far in the show, and it's really, really exciting to finally see this come to fruition and to be connecting with so many of you. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to my website, zfstockhill.com slash breakups, where you can find some show notes. And you will also have the chance to subscribe to my weekly newsletter. It's called Letters in Love. And it's a pretty strange newsletter. I pretty much just try to share what I'm thinking about lately, what I'm curious about. And I'll often share links to my favorite things on the internet that week. So go to ZF Stockhill, or if you're American, zfstockhill.com to learn more about that. Even more importantly, if you're enjoying this podcast and you'd like me to keep making them, please, by all means, go to iTunes and make sure you subscribe to the show. And for 100 bonus points, leave a rating and review. Rating and reviews are absolutely essential for any show's success, and it would mean a lot to me if you could go to iTunes and leave a rating and review. Otherwise, thanks for listening. I will see you next time. And I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to start another new segment on the show. This one's called Please Don't Sue. Um, I think it'd be fun every once in a while to play some music that I like. Uh, my old podcast was music-focused, and music is and will always be my first love. And every once in a while, I think it'd be cool to play some music that I really like or that's particularly relevant to an episode. And I'm about to play the song by Jackson Brown. It's called I'm Alive. And this is one of the greatest breakup songs of all times. You know, most, most breakup songs are pretty maudlin, pretty sad. There's a lot of tears in the pillow and looking up at the full moon and missing someone and, you know, not sure how you're going to move on in life and everything is lost. And most that's, that's kind of the general theme of most breakup songs. They're filled with pain and tragedy. But I really like this one. It is relatively upbeat and it's just a really great song when you're recovering from a breakup driving down the highway and i speak from experience the song is called i'm alive by jackson brown thanks for listening i'll talk to you soon With my heart in your hands And I was following through 
my beautiful plan. 